So we need about 300 grams of amino acids per day or of proteins per day to keep up with the body needs. Most of us are only eating 60 to 80 grams. Resetters, Dr. Mindy here, and I am on a mission to teach you just how powerful your body was built to be. This podcast is about giving you the power back and helping you believe in yourself again. Let's jump in. On this episode of the Resetter Podcast, I bring you Dr. David Minkoff. Now, this is definitely a much-needed conversation um, that I wanted to bring to you because it's something that I'm seeing clinically with the patients that I've been working with, but I'm also seeing it in our membership group, and that is how powerful amino acids are for our physical and our mental health. And why I wanted to bring Dr. Minkoff to you all is that he is the leading expert in our country right now, depending on where you live in America right now, on amino acids. Um, He not only has an incredible product that you'll hear about called Body Health, um, but he has a great book called Searching for the Perfect Protein, which I highly recommend you get. Plus, if you go to his website, which we'll leave a link here below, he has incredible emails and newsletters that will educate you on why amino acids are so necessary and are the root cause of so many chronic mental and physical health issues. Now, let me give you a little bit of an idea of what you're going to hear, and I want to kind of preface this conversation for you. So as you're hearing him talk, you are have some context in which to put this in. So we know that amino acids are precursors for hormone production and for neurotransmitter production. You'll hear him specifically talk about how you need amino acids for thyroid hormone production. And there are essential amino acids and there are non-essential amino acids. And essential amino acids we have to get in our diet and non-essential are ones that our body makes. Now, here's the catch. Most of the essential amino acids that we get in our diet have to come from animal products. Now, I'm not trying to take a side on on animal-based versus plant-based. I'm just saying if you are vegan and you're listening to this, you're going to want to supplement in um, those aminos to make sure you're back filling in what your diet may not be giving you. Here's the challenge is that you need to eat the right amount of protein in order to get all eight essential amino acids. And you'll hear exactly. We, we, I had him calculate all the different ways we, of knowing how much protein you should eat. And you'll hear it throughout the whole uh, podcast. I know so many of you want that specifics so you can take a podcast like this and put it into action right away. So we talk about how much protein we sh- you should eat. We talk about how aging affects your amino acid levels and your protein requirements. We went into menopause, and as you go over 40, how the depletion of hormones, how that changes your need for amino acids. 
We talk about toxicity, exercise, all the the past uh, prescriptions you've been on, the behaviors that will deplete aminos, the symptoms you'll see when these amino acids are depleted, and how you can use food and in some cases supplementation to be able to bring your amino acid level up. Why this is such an important conversation for all of us to have is that I realize so many of you are suffering with, you know, uh, depression, anxiety, chronic fatigue. Many of you that have been listening to the menopause reset, you know that hormones um, start to go down after 40. So, Yes, we need to preserve those hormones, but even more importantly, we need to make sure we preserve your amino acids so your neurotransmitters don't go down. So all of these behaviors that happen to us uh, in life uh, are depleting this amino acid system. Those of you who have studied heavy metal toxicity, that's another depletion of amino acids. So I really wanted to have a a concrete conversation with Dr. Minkoff about How do we look at aminos? How do we know which aminos we need to get? How do we know how much we need? I hope you find every answer that you may have about where amino acids fit into your mental and physical health. I hope you find it on this conversation. And as always, please stay tuned for the end. His gratitude and the way he looks at the world is is just incredible. I don't want you to miss that. So amino acids, a very, very necessary conversation, and you're going to hear me talk about it a lot more. So enjoy Dr. Minkoff. This one is information packed. When you're in the middle of a fast, do you ever hit a wall and then you really start to struggle? Like, I know this happens to me sometimes, like I'm going along, I'm feeling really good, and then bam, all of a sudden I'm out of energy, I'm starving, and it's like my brain is turned off. So check this out. If that's happened to you, there's a really good chance you're running low on minerals. Fasting makes your mitochondria produce more energy. It speeds up fat burning. It helps you make more ketones so your brain is really sharp. But the part of fasting that we don't talk enough about is that those benefits often come at an expense to your body. So you got to look at your body doing the right thing at the right time always. And when you hit that crash, it's a large chance that your body has had to use a ton of minerals to be able to supercharge you in the fasted state. And if your minerals are already low, you can end up depleted. So that is why I love Beam Minerals. They make a full-spectrum mineral supplement that is perfect for fasting. It's in a liquid form. It, it literally tastes like water. You just have to take a shot halfway through your fast, and you can keep going a whole lot longer without the hunger and the fatigue. So if you want to experience this, if you want to try it in your fasting window and see what kind of results you get, just go on over to beamminerals.com and enter the code MINDY for 20% off. And as always, let me know how it works for you. I'm really excited to bring this information to you all because you deserve to thrive in your fasted state.
Uh, let me just start off by welcoming you, Dr. Minkoff. I, I, I literally am drooling to have this discussion with you. I'm not sure everybody is like as excited about talking about aminos as I am, but um, word on the street is you are the amino expert. So thank you for, for joining me and for being here on my podcast. It is my pleasure. So let's get after it. Yeah, let's go for it. So you know what? The, I want to start with some basic info about amino acids. Um, but my, here's my first question. How did you how did you get down into studying amino acids and using them in your clinical practice? It's, a, it's just a curious uh, thought that I have. Well, I was, um, I, my hobby is Ironman triathlons. So it's a lot of training. So it's a lot of swim, bike and run and weights and stretches and stuff like that. And I started doing those in 1982. And probably in the early 90s, I got injured and I tore my hamstring and I could not get it to heal no matter what I did. And I massaged it and chiropractored it and heated it and colded it and injected it. And, you know, I was, it, it was very important to me that I could, that I love doing triathlons and that I could run and I was competitive nationally and I just couldn't perform up to my ability. Uh, now I was a vegetarian at the time and I was certain that this was the best way to eat. Uh, I was wrong. But I didn't know that at the time. And uh, I ran into a guy who had gotten an amino acid product from Europe. And he said, why don't you try these? So he gives me a bottle. I start taking them. And uh, in about six weeks, my hamstring was healed. And I did, I went a couple months later to do Ironman Canada. It's a very challenging race. And I had my best time ever. Mm -hmm. And um, I had no lingering effects in my hamstring. It was actually completely fine. It was completely healed. Along the way, I noticed also that I had gained about 10 pounds of lean body mass, but I didn't measure different. Like my waist was the same. I'm pretty lean. So, you know, I have a body fat that's low, 7 8%. And, and I couldn't explain the weight gain. Like I didn't look physically different, but I had gained lean body mass. And I talked to uh, an expert on this, and he said, well, vegetarian diets are deficient in amino acids. And what's happening with your body is now you're supplying it with these essential nutrients to make body protein and you're filling in your body protein. So your bones and your muscles and your organ tissue are gaining mass that should have been there if you were eating properly. But now that you're supplementing with these high doses of amino acids, it's doing it. And that's where the weight is coming from. So I had a strength increase and I had a performance increase and, um, and it was remarkable to me because this was not something I had ever had much attention on. Uh, I became a vegetarian when I was, when I was 14 years old and my mother was always after me. As I grew up, I have a Jewish mother and I grew up 
with food oriented life, like all celebrations, all feasts, all, all um, deaths, all everything was around food. And she was a very good cook. And most of, you know, that she would make brisket and chicken and all this stuff and I wouldn't eat it. And she was mad at me. And she said, it's not good for your health. And she was dragging me to the doctor every three months to get blood tests because she said, you're going to, and, and my blood tests always turned out okay. So, um, you know, years later, I heard a lecture from Lauren Cordain. He's the really the father of paleolithic diet. He's a professor at Colorado State University. Uh, and it made total sense to me. And I, you know, I've switched and, uh, so all, all vegetarians or virtually all vegetarians and vegans are amino acid deficient. Now we measure very detailed uh, lab tests on them. And there are virtually, I can, I can tell you when I look at the test, this person's not eating any animal protein. So they're so low. Yeah, go ahead. I, I want to dive into each amino because I'm curious if you see certain aminos that are more deficient in vegetarians or is it all of them across the board? It's, it's all of them. It's, okay. it's, you know, if you look at a panel with the eight essential amino acids, or you look at a panel that's got of the of the twenty two essential of the twenty two amino acids, you you they they will they will be low in everything. Right. So um, it's almost everybody. It isn't everybody. And within six months to a year of going on that kind of diet, they will become deficient. Yeah. So anyway, I started playing with this these amino acids in this formula, and came up with a formula which was unique. It's the eight essential amino acids. And I wrote a post or I wrote an article for triathlete magazine. So that's the magazine that all triathletes subscribe to. Mm-hmm. And I already had a company where I was making products for heavy metal detox and some multivitamins and a few other things. And most of our customers were practitioners. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so I wrote this article for Triathlete Magazine on my experience with my injury and amino acids and my race performance. And I got 3,000 requests for information about this product. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. So and you so- officially indoctrinated into the amino Like the people chose you is what I heard on that one. Yeah. And so, you know, we started to manufacture the product and um, – and then I've spoken at the American College of Nutrition and, you know, many, many meetings on this subject because the education on this subject is pretty much zero. And, the, yep. and, the, and almost all of the information on amino acid science is driven by companies making whey protein and collagen. Mm. Uh, that's where all the money is. Yeah. Uh, these are billion-dollar industries. They... They hire scientists to do studies to validate how good those things are. Mm-hmm. And then that gets promoted and then people buy those products and then people use those products. Yeah. And yeah. virtually no dietitian, unless she's run into me, this sounds arrogant, but it isn't really because I didn't I didn't make all this up myself. I just there, this this literature is there and I've written textbooks mm-hmm. in, in dietary um, uh, textbooks, uh, I've written chapters in dietary textbooks about this subject because the information is there, but it's 90% promotion from, you know, whey protein, whey 
was a waste product in making cheese. And it was discarded because when you make cheese, the casein part of the cheese coalesces into the hard cheese and the liquid leftover was whey. And then someone got the idea that maybe this this could be the, the, the water could be taken out of this thing and there was a protein in there and it would be very good. And and so the the literature was sponsored for the whey protein industry. They even sponsored the the development of this group called the American College of Nutrition was originally sponsored originally by the whey protein industry to prove that this was good and that people should eat it. Now, there isn't anything really wrong with whey protein. It's fine. But if you're looking to get the most out of your money for a protein product or an amino acid product, it's very, very far from the best. It's actually at the low end. And plenty of people have trouble digesting dairy products, and especially in the quantity that you have to take to be effective. And, uh, and, and they could get a better alternative where, where their stomach didn't get upset and, and where the, pro, you know, the perfect amino is just way, way more effective, like six times better than whey protein on a gram per gram. So, so talk to me a little bit about what an amino acid is. And one of the things that I'm really interested, why aminos are so interesting to me, is that they're precursors for two major neurochemicals in the body that control our moods. And I mean, they control a lot, but they're precursors for hormones. They're precursors for uh, neurotransmitters. And when you're dealing with women over 40, as we lose hormones, one of the things that I've seen clinically is as our hormones go down, if our amino acid profile is deficient, then we eventually see neurotransmitters go down. And over time, you start to see a 45, 50-year-old woman who's really dealing with depression and anxiety. So have you seen that? And talk a little bit about what an amino acid is and what is it a precursor to? Because I have a feeling it's a precursor to almost everything. You're right. It is. You know, bone health and liver detoxification and gut lining, you know, and hormones and neurotransmitters. So, yes, it's a, it's, what you're saying is exactly true. So what is an amino acid? So amino in Greek means nitrogen. Hmm. So there's three basic macronutrients, like the big categories. There's fats and there's proteins and there's carbohydrates. If you took a carbohydrate and a fat, they're basically, their structure is a little bit different, but they're made out of the same stuff. Hmm. So, you know, it's carbon, hydrogens, and oxygens. And in one sort of uh, structure, they're a carbohydrate. And in another structure, they're a fat. But they're basically mixtures of carbons, hydrogens, and oxygens. Now, an amino acid is a nitrogen added on to, a, to the structure that would look like a fat or that would look like a carbohydrate. So there's an added nitrogen. Got now, it. The nitrogen is mostly added by plants absorbing nitrogen into their structure and adding nitrogen onto. So a plant can take carbon dioxide, breathe it, so to speak, add sunlight, add water, and make glucose. That's what a plant does. Okay. Okay. 
Now, a plant can take that glucose, reconfigure it, add a nitrogen, and you now have an amino acid. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. And bacteria can do this too. We can't, but bacteria can do it. Last can do it. We can't. So I think this is important. We can't make amino acids. We have to get it from our diet. Is that correct? Yes. Now, eight of them you have to get from the diet. Our body can take the eight and make it into the other, depending on how you count, 12 or 14. So let's just say there's 22 essential, there's 22 amino acids. So eight of them we got to get because we can't make those. So if you don't get them, you don't have them. And how do we get them? What foods have them? Well, there's some amino acids in everything. The best sources of amino acids for us are eggs. They have the best, richest way to get if you eat the yolk. So you can eat the yolk um, with the white. Uh, Meats and fish. So, So you can measure the quality of, of amino acids in terms of how well are they utilized by our body to make our body proteins. Mm-hmm. So let me go back a step. So there's amino acids, there's 22 of them. So they all have a nitrogen and then they all have a different structure of carbons, hydrogens, and oxygens. And that makes the different amino acids. Now, when we eat, let's say you have a steak the amino acids come in the form of muscle fiber. Hmm. So the fiber is a structure, a protein that's made up of amino acids. So if you take, so if you think of it like, like you want to make a certain pattern of a beaded necklace and the pattern says, I need a white bead and you put it on the string and then I need a red bead and you put it on the string and then you need a golden bead and you look in the box and there's no golden bead. You can't make that necklace with that structure. And if we're talking the beads are amino acids, then the protein won't get made until you go to your next meal. And maybe enough golden beads show up there's about 200,000 proteins in the body, which are all being made all the time and broken down. Wow. So we need about 300 grams of amino acids per day. Wow. Or of proteins per day to keep up with the body needs. Most of us are only eating 60 to 80 grams. So there's I was a- just Nobody that I know of is eating 300 grams of protein a day. Is that no. what you're saying? Well, we they don't have to because if they have, let's say they eat 60 to 80, which isn't enough, but let's just say the average person's eating 60 to 80. The body can recycle some of the ones that are being broken down. So you can make up the difference. Old people recycle terrible. Young people right. recycle really well. Okay. So you could take a young kid eating mostly sugar and fats and they will grow and they can get muscles mm-hmm. because they can recycle their own proteins and the proteins that they're getting from whatever the stuff is they're eating. You know, every now and then they might get a hot dog, which had some protein in it, but they can, they can get enough to do it. You take a 80 year old, you know, or sex 60 year old woman who's probably not even eating 60 grams of protein a day yeah. and she doesn't recycle very well. 
and she's going to break down her proteins. That's why she gets osteoporosis and why she gets depressed and why her hair falls out or it grows too slow or while she loses her lean body mass because she's just not getting enough and she doesn't recycle very well. And she needs a lot more protein. Like your protein need, see, it's not really, there isn't a really a dietary protein requirement. Hmm. There's a dietary essential amino acid requirement. Yep. So yep. if you go to a dietitian and they say, okay, you need to be on a 1500 calorie a day diet. And what we're going to do is we're going to make uh, 30% of that um, uh, fats and we're going to make 40% of it as carbohydrates and we're going to make 30% of it as protein. And usually they figure that they can figure it differently. They say 50% carbohydrates and 30% fats and 15% protein. That would be a typical thing. Now, 15, 15% of 1,500 calories is way, way. See, you don't have a, you have an amino acid requirement. If you, if you do your dietary counseling with people on you need, you need 1.6 kilograms of protein per pound of, or per kilogram of body weight. 1.6 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. It's double what the RDA is. You will be in the ballpark. And that's the number you start with. So, okay, Okay. we're going to set you up with a dietary program. Okay, you're 70 kilos. So you need 70 times 1.6, 110 grams of protein per day. That's a given. Yeah. Now, what happens if you have like gut dysbiosis? Does that change that amount? Like if you've been on. Well, that's, a minimum. that's a minimum. So right. for most people, you need to fix their gut too. You know, they need right. enzymes and they need to get rid of the yeast and they need to get rid of the parasites and the rest of the stuff in there so that right. they're actually digesting that protein and they're getting it in. Yeah. And what we yeah. find is that almost nobody will eat that much protein. No. Digest it very well. And, and, and half the population is taking acid blockers of one sort or another, Pepsid or Nexium or Eprazol or, you know, these drugs. And they don't, right. digest the pro- they don't digest the proteins. You need stomach acid to digest your proteins. And then almost everybody has gut dysbiosis. They have bacteria and parasites and yeast in there, and they don't absorb very well. So I just say, okay, in, in, enter perfect amino. So you don't have to yeah. digest it because it's pre-digested. It's elemental amino acids. And they're in a very oh. certain so so you don't need to they absorb they, the absorption starts in the stomach. You don't need you don't need to digest it down. It's ready to go. And in wow. 23 minutes, it's in the bloodstream. So you bypass yeah. all the blocks that are usually there for most people. Yeah. So and- okay, eat, eat animal protein three times a day. You know, have some eggs for breakfast and have some turkey for lunch and have a steak or some fish for dinner. Okay. Try to get your 1.6 grams of protein per kilogram. Yeah. And substitute and supplement with perfect amino. So yep. it's two scoops. There's a there's a liquid version, there's a powdered version and there's a tablet version. But if you do say the powdered version, uh it put two scoops in a shaker with, you know, you can put some other stuff in there or you can just do water's flavor, it doesn't taste bad. And then you supplement and you will get into the range where you actually have to be to maintain right. your body. And, you know, with aging, if you took, a, you know, like how much muscle do you have at 20 versus how much muscle do you have at 60? Yeah. You're down 30% by the time you're 60. 
Why? It isn't that your body can't make protein. It's that you're not getting enough essential amino acids to keep up with your needs. Amazing. And that yeah, you- and I, I will tell you that uh, you came and spoke to our doctor group and talked about the perfect aminos and doing 10, ten, ten tablets a day. Twi- I think you said 10 tablets twice a day is what I heard. And um, three scoops of the, pa- of the aminos in water a day. And I started adding that in. And, mu- and as a 53-year-old woman, I started to see muscle come back, definitely saw some changes in mood and sleep. And that really is like what got me thinking about, wow, I had never realized that I was amino acid deficient. One thing that, that I've heard about aminos is it, like you said, it takes 20 minutes to activate and that within two to three hours, it's cleared out of your system. So you need to do it again. And is, is that accurate? And then I've also heard it takes about four months of continual use of aminos before you can get it actually up to uh, the level that you may, may want. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing blood tests, I found that within three to six months that the serum levels, the blood levels of amino acids come into normal. See, what you want is you want availability. You want, if we go back to the bead model, you want a whole stash of gold beads sitting around there and a whole stash of white beads and red beads, because if the stash is there, like if the buckets are all full, then when you want to re, you know, you want to remake muscle protein, it's there and it can do it. If you want to, you know, remake hormones, liver enzymes last about 15 minutes. They need to be constantly remade. And so, you know, insulin doesn't last very long. So these are, these are proteins. These are proteins and they got to get made. And if there isn't enough reserve in the whole body so that each of these specific tissues, which makes these proteins doesn't have full, easy availability, then you get reduced protein turnover. You get reduced recycling. And then, you know, the inside of your gut, every three, four days, you should have a new lining. But if you're short on amino acids, it might be six or seven days. That's half the reason for a leaky gut. The tissues are worn out. They leak. And then you just don't have the stuff that, you're, that, that you have to have. So, so the, 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 you know, it may not have been this way 100 years ago when the food was better and, no, and we weren't as toxic as we were. And people could eat food and get the nutrition we need. But nowadays, it's near impossible. And people who are avoiding, people, like I said, people who are avoiding animal protein, they really are, you know, they really, they could, you can stay vegetarian, but you need probably two scoops of perfect amino at least twice a day and probably three times a day. So here's one of my, one of my questions is how do you know if you're deficient? So we've been playing a lot with your aminos specifically in my, in my group and um, we're getting some great results, but it's come up many times. Like, how do we know if we're deficient and how do we know if we mega dose and go in with like this, like I mentioned, where you're doing 10 tablets twice a, a day, you're doing three scoops of perfect aminos. Is there ever a point where your amino acid profile is pretty balanced and you can just do a maintenance dose? Like where do we, where do we go with the amount of aminos in our body? What's the best test? Well, I think if you if you sort of calculate out how much protein is the person actually eating, right. and then and how, what's their activity level, 
you know, like, are they, are they marathon training? Are they nursing? Did they just have heart surgery? Did they just have a car accident? Like what are the ongoing needs of these, of these people? Because some people's needs are way higher based on their activity level or what's happening with them. And then how much, how much protein are they actually eating and what shape is their gut in? Like, have you handled their gut? They have enzymes and they have good probiotics and they have, you know, they don't have a leaky gut anymore and that's handled. They're going to be more efficient about absorbing their proteins. We measure a serum, a panel, which is the Genova's the laboratory and they have a test called an ion panel. And it's the best test for the money that I know of because you get levels of amino acids and you get organic acids and you get vitamins and minerals and essential fats. They do another test called NutraVal, which I think is a waste of money. I don't, I don't, I don't find that test is any good, but they have this other one, which is excellent. It's a great lab. And I order that in every new patient. Okay. And, and I put everybody, I know everybody's amino acid deficient. So on my first visit, I put them on two scoops, 10 grams of perfect amino every day. And then today I had two, I, I went over, I would, I had a six week visit with two people that I'd started six weeks ago and I had all their labs back and I was going through their labs. And this person had six out of uh, eight essential amino acids, very, very depleted. And I said, you know, we're going to boost you up for the next three months. I want you to take three, two scoops, three times a day because you were really deficient. Yeah, and right. then we do a DEXA scan on her and her DEXA scan is in the toilet. She doesn't have any bone. Well, bone is made out of protein. You know, yeah. you, the, 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 the collagen is the, is the, is the sort of structure that the calcium and phosphorus go on, Yep. you know, and then yeah. she was complaining about hair thinning and blah, blah, blah. And these things and mood and these things, when you get enough amino acids, a lot of this stuff will correct. They will start yeah. to feel better. And they, I've had even people complain, like uh, women, like, you know, I always had to go to the hairdresser every six weeks. And now I'm having to go to the hairdresser every four weeks because my hair is growing. Oh, yeah. My hair has grown much faster and my nails grow much faster when I do the protocol that I talk about. It's, yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Hey, recenters. As we step into the new year, I am so thrilled to invite you on an extremely transformative journey with me in my Reset Academy. So check this out. If you're ready to kickstart your fasting and health journey, which I know so many of you have reached out to us and asked how you customize a fasting lifestyle for you, my Reset Academy is the absolute best place to be. So here's what you get in the academy, and I like to think of it in terms of a complete picture. So imagine being surrounded by people who understand your journey, who are passionate for fasting, who want to lift you up and will support you every step of the way. My academy is not just me, my team, but it is an incredible group of people that are all dedicated to building fasting lifestyles and supporting each other in it. This is why I created the Reset Academy. So when you join, you gain access to all the exclusive calls where my team and I share the latest insights, we answer your burning questions, and we guide you towards your health goals. That's not it. We didn't stop there. By becoming a member, you're not just investing in a membership, but you're investing in yourself. I am such a fan of setting you up to win this year. And my academy is the best place I know to do that. I want to keep you focused. I want you to customize this for you. And I want you to succeed at your health goals this year. End of story. 
So if you're ready to unlock your fullest potential and embrace a fasting lifestyle, join me. If it feels good, join me. And let's make this year an incredible year for us all. So all you got to do is go visit drmindypels.com slash Reset Academy to become a member. I can't wait to welcome you. I can't wait to see you on the Zoom calls. I can't wait to be in community with you. And most importantly, let's get your health goals handled and let's do this together. It's so much better together. Together. So that's drmindypels.com slash Reset Academy. Excited to see you there. Does the combination of aminos, like how you put together the aminos, does that matter? Yeah, it, it matters a lot. So, you know, in eggs, you have all eight amino acids, all essential eight. Okay. And you have the other ones too. Okay. The mixture is such that if you measured what percentage of the amino acids in egg protein could the body take and then make our protein? Because what happens is this, you eat an egg, you digest it, which means all the, the, long, the long chain of amino acids that make up egg albumin and the other proteins that are in egg. During digestion, it goes from hundreds of amino acids in a chain down to individual amino acids. See, the chain can't go in the intestine, it's too big. Yeah. So they have to be digested, which means chopped up. So now you have individual amino acids. They get absorbed by the body. They go in the bloodstream. They go to the cell. So let's say they're going to a muscle cell. You worked out that morning. You did pull-ups. And the amino acids arrive at the muscle cell. And now the muscle has to take those amino acids and reassemble them into human muscle. Hmm. One human muscle fiber, the main protein in muscles called myosin, has 4,000 amino acids per one muscle fiber. 4,000. Wow. So it's got to have them all there or it doesn't get made. And you'll see somebody, I worked out last week and I'm still sore. You should have amino acids. You're deficient. Can't make it. Can't fix it. Yes. Okay. That's another thing that I've noticed. I was really sore working out before, but since I've been doing my amino protocol, the soreness has gone away. So you just explained something to me, which is, is really cool. When, when I look at what a woman goes through over 40, you know, there's that loss of estrogen and the loss of progesterone. Um, now it, a woman doesn't have to lose testosterone, but she does often because of stress levels. So when I go and I look at those three hormones, they are precursors for four neurotransmitters, dopamine, serotonin, glutamate, and GABA. And when I look at what is what women over 40 are struggling with, it's anxiety, focus, depression. So what I've done is then gone in and looked at, well, what are the amino acids needed for those neurotransmitters? to make sure we keep those neurotransmitters high as we lose those, those hormones, naturally we're supposed to lose them. So what, what aminos would I look for if I was trying to raise dopamine, I was trying to raise serotonin, I was trying to have less anxiety? Can we single out an amino like that? Or is it best just take the combination and your body will figure it out? 
What I would do is, is, is load perfect amino first because the mm. body then can use what it needs to make what it needs. So I usually do that first. Now, sometimes people need extra. So yeah. tryptophan is a precursor for tryptophan is one of the essential amino acids. Right. So it, it's a precursor for melatonin, which is sleep, mm. for NAD, which is the enzyme critical in order to make energy. So yeah. now you get someone who can't sleep, who's tired, and it's yeah. a precursor to serotonin, and then they're depressed. And they're yeah. deficient, and you look on their amino acid profile, and their tryptophan is like none. Yeah. So you can use tryptophan or 5-hydroxytryptophan, which is a, one step closer to, to the molecule that the body uses to, to, to build it with, as a, in itself, almost like a pharmacologic use of a nutrient yeah. like to boost this up, which is perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, that doesn't help make the rest of the body proteins. So I usually end up doing load the perfect amino, see where we get. We measure neurotransmitter levels. And then we go by what is low and what are the best combinations of precursors to, so, so that we can get these, these neurotransmitters back in line. So are there precursors to aminos or are the aminos the most basic unit? They're the basic unit. Okay. Okay. So aminos are the precursors to hormones and to, and to neurotransmitters. And, yeah. and, and uh, tryptophan, I mean, we think of tryptophan as turkey uh, uh, and it makes you sleepy. Uh, if I start taking tryptophan on, uh, on throughout the day, is that a, is that a an old myth that it's supposed to make you sleepy, or is it upregulating GABA and it just calms everybody? Well, it it upregulates serotonin. Tryptophan is a precursor ah. for serotonin. Okay. So sometimes we use tryptophan as a sleep aid. Yeah. Like take one to three grams of tryptophan before you go to bed. And right. it will it will go toward serotonin. It will go toward melatonin, and it can help with sleep. And yeah. it's a that's a reasonable thing to do. Um, GABA you can get and you can take it sublingually. GABA is a precursor, or GABA is the sort of anti anxiety one. So people are very anxious. You can get GABA, open up the capsule, put it underneath their tongue. Usually within fifteen minutes, you'll see a response if it's going to work in that person. Mm. You know, phenylalanine is is a is a is another amino acid which is which gets which gets turned into tyrosine. Now, tyrosine is a precursor to thyroid hormone, and a lot of people who have low thyroids they have a they have a tyrosine deficiency. They have an amino acid deficiency or an iodine deficiency. So these things go into many areas, and yeah. usually, if you just like, okay, we're going to take you know. 10, 20, or 30 grams a day of perfect amino, the body is just going to start directing this stuff to where it needs to go, and then everything will come up. I had, a, yeah. I had somebody, um, I just, I saw her today too. When I saw her, she, her blood test indicated and her symptoms indicated that she was hypothyroid. Mm -hmm. And I put her on some desiccated thyroid. So this is glandular thyroid that's ground up. Okay. And she immediately felt better. Now, when we got her panel back, she was very tyrosine deficient and she was very iodine deficient. And because I was giving her perfect amino, you can make tyrosine out of the, the essential amino acids, which is phenylalanine. And I gave her some iodine out the, out the box because iodine is deficient in many people. 
Mm-hmm. And she was on the thyroid for a couple of months. And then she, she said, you know, I'm starting to feel kind of agitated, like, like yeah. I got too much thyroid. And I weaned her down off the thyroid because now her body was making thyroid because it had tyrosine, it had iodine, it could make it. And it had zinc and it had selenium and it had these things where it could actually, you could, the body now became functional when prior to that it wasn't because it didn't have the raw materials to do it. And that, you know, that has been my experience over the years working with patients is as you build up health, now all of a sudden the medication actually becomes the the thing creating symptoms and you have to start to bring it down. And I would say as I've brought in amino acids into the picture for many of my patients, I'm really starting to see that to be true on all kinds of medication. And um, it also has me, me thinking Okay, so what's depleting, you know, obviously, uh, the sad part is vegetarian diets have become very popular again, and hopefully, people will wake up that there's an amino deficiency there. We've got a lot of physical stress, emotional stress. But are there, we live in the most toxic time in human history. Do we have is is the toxicity of the world or heavy metals? Like, what is depleting aminos so to such of a vast degree? Or is it just equally all those things I, I just mentioned? Well, it's it's the, these these all these things are poisons. You know, they're mm. poisons. The chemicals and pesticides and herbicides and dyes and all the synthetic stuff, the plastics and the gasoline additives and all this stuff. I mean, we measure all this stuff in people. Everybody who comes in, they get a panel with twenty four environmental toxins, and there's nobody. I mean, that's it's in everybody. There's no escaping this. The the planet's no. very. And yeah. the, food, the food is, you know, nutrient depleted. So it's this mixture of toxicity and depleted nutrients, which then the structure, you know, the body's a physical structure. It's built on a cell. A cell is a living thing and it needs stuff to live. Yeah. And if you, you know, if you, if you have fish in your fishbowl and you start pouring, uh, you know, a fifth of vodka in the, in the fishbowl every other day, where you're going to have dead fish or you're going to have sick fish. So if you're yeah. doing that stuff to yourself, I, I had a guy today, he's a, this guy is a, you know, like he in the, when they dealt out bodies and genetics, he won the lottery. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he was a college athlete. He finished college and he saw a sign. He didn't know what he was going to do. And he saw a sign. This is 20, this is 40 years ago. He saw a sign that said, officer and a gentleman join the Navy will make you a pilot and you can have an exciting life. And that triggered him. So he goes into pilot school, never having even, you know, he'd been in an airplane, but he knew nothing. And he said he was in a class where a lot of these guys had private pilots licenses and they were already flowed and they had all, you know, thousands of hours of experience. And he said, I got in that class and I was like swimming for my life. But then he became a combat pilot, and then he was 30 years with American Airlines as a pilot, and he was drinking a lot and didn't have a good lifestyle, got a melanoma, a big one, which is a life-threatening thing. So he comes to our clinic. What can I do? And I said, you can't drink. You can't. You have to eat organic food. We have to work it out so you have a bowel movement every day. You have to take these dozen supplements. 
we're going to stick you in the IV room and give you IV ozone and vitamin C and magnesium and all this other stuff. And you're going to go on a paleo diet. And he came in today at, he was at, at six weeks and he walks in and he smiles at me and he said, I feel like a new guy. That's awesome. He said, I haven't had a drop of alcohol in six weeks and my brain is back on. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, it's, 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 so are there certain behaviors like alcohol? If you're, if you're drinking alcohol, if you're under a lot of stress, if you're on other medications, like just to help people that are listening that might start to, to put their own picture together. Is there, are there certain behaviors we do that are more amino acid uh, depleting than others? Well, I think it's the, it's the, it's along with the depletions, there's definitely amino acids. I think if a person wants to be healthy, there's sort of no free lunch. Yeah. You know, I grew up, my dad was a beer distributor. Okay. And I worked my way through college on a beer truck, on a keg truck. Okay. Yeah. But you can't do that if you want to be healthy. Alcohol has no positive benefits. I hate to say it. It's very unpopular. But if you want to poison yourself, drink alcohol. There is no safe amount. If you feel any but the least effects, it means that that alcohol has gone into your brain and it has poisoned your nerve cells. Now, if you want to live a long time and keep your mental faculties you know, there's tests being done now that the average 27-year-old has has concrete signs on testing of memory loss. 27-year-old, okay? So there's rules. You know, there's rules. Like when the when we were all created, there was rules on how this stuff all works. And there's no free lunch. You can't cheat it. There's no, yeah. you can't, okay? Yeah. You don't have to be perfect, but you got to be 80% there. Yes, Okay. And in today's world, the closer you are to perfect, the better off you're going to be. I was, I was going to say in today's world, I think that's a really big, like if you're in your sixties trying to regulate your health, like you did in your twenties, the world has changed. The world's changed. So if you want to be, you know, I just take myself, for example, like I want to, my goal is that I win my age group at the Ironman world championship when I'm 85 years old. That's my goal. Okay. Now I got to, that's 11 years from now. So I, I want, if I can go as fast then as I am now, I will win my age group and I'll be a world championship. Okay. I'll be a world champion. Okay. So that's my dream. Okay. But, but even then, if you want to, you know, you have children and grandchildren, you want to be able to get down on the floor with your grandchildren or your great grandchildren and be able to get up and get down and play and move, Mm -hmm. you know, like, the statistics are that if you're 60 years old and you fall down and break your hip, there's a 50% chance you will be dead within a year. Yeah. You know, like these are very startling statistics that everyone is pretending isn't there, but it's really there. Yeah. There are, you know, and, and look at all the people that are on all the medications for high blood pressure and diabetes and cholesterol and pain and can't sleep and anxiety and depression. They're all getting poisoned. Yeah. I am not, there are, there are times when drugs can be very helpful and I am not always anti, but I understand if someone has high blood pressure and they're going to have a stroke, well, they need some medicine, but what you need from them 
is three to six months where I can reconfigure and restructure their lifestyle and their food and their habits and their supplements. And we have a darn good chance of either very much reducing their medicine or getting them off of medicine. And they will be actually healthier and they will regain yeah. the health. And that's what people have to understand. And it's, it's against the whole tide of, you know, where, you know, the, 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 the pharmaceutical companies and the big agriculture companies, they run the world and they run all the advertising and they brainwash people into what is supposed to be good. You know, now there's, I just saw a vegan label on Oreos. You know, vegan is a thing now. Yeah, no, vegan has become quite popular with, with not good reason. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So like, like the person says, oh, I'm, I'm a vegan now. And I'm paying attention to my health. Oh, look, Oreos are vegan. I can eat those. You know, with artificial fats and sugar and dyes and glyphosate. And they're, you know, it's poison. Yeah, right. It's, yeah. So so if you know you've been living a toxic life, and, and let's actually put it in the context of mental health, because as we're coming out of the pandemic, mental health seems to be like this, this topic that everybody is willing to sort of chat about in a different way now. And the way I look at it is we just went through a whole lot of stress um, and we were, all of our routines were changed. A lot of people gained weight. Um, a, a lot of people, you know, got the vaccine, which it, to your point is a synthetic, could be considered a medication. So all of these, these toxic, physical, emotional and chemical toxins we were inundated with for the last two years. And then we come out of the, out of that and we say, Hey, we've got a mental health problem in our world. And it would be easy to say, yeah, because you locked us up for the last two years. But what, when I actually get to root cause, I think actually what happened is we depleted our amino acid system even more, which is leading to even more mental health, which is causing you to react to your situation differently is it talk a little bit about as we move forward out of the pandemic, I think mental health is getting more and more attention. And my feeling is don't treat mental health until you treat the amino acid defi deficiency and maybe the mineral deficiency. Can you talk a little bit about that? And, and if you agree with that statement? I do. And I think that the mental health industry, huge industry has been lying to people ever since their inception. Agreed. Depression isn't a serotonin deficiency. That was a lie. It was a marketing gimmick. You yeah. know, Prozac doesn't fix, mel doesn't fix serotonin. It doesn't. I have measured at least 500 people, probably more, serotonin levels. And these people are on Prozac and their serotonin levels suck. It doesn't right. fix it. Okay? It's yeah. a toxic drug. So the whole mental health thing is 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 in completely the wrong direction because you know psychiatrists used to sit down and actually talk to people and it, it can be therapeutic to talk to someone who will listen to you and help you work out your life situations that is positive therapy it is positive that is good mental health practice if you have a good friend or you have a pastor or a minister or someone who wants to help you and can help you spiritually, because this is a spiritual problem. Right. That is the right way to do it. If you're going to a psychiatrist for drugs, you're, 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 it, 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 it won't, it won't fix you. 
it just yeah. won't get you. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it won't get you there. It'll get you worse. So, you know, all the mass, all the mass shootings, all these crazy teenagers, they're all on drugs. They're all under psychiatric care and they're all on drugs. And that's the reason it isn't AR. Do those drugs deplete amino acids even more is what I'm thinking. Of course. Of course. Those drugs, those drugs actually kill the microbiome. Yeah. You know, if you want to make serotonin in your body, you have to have the right gut bacteria and you have to have tryptophan. And then the cells in your intestine, the neuroendocrine cells in your intestine, which make the serotonin, they will make it. But Prozac kills the good bacteria that are needed for your body to then interact. And it's a double, it's a double negative. There's nothing positive about it. So it's, it's, it's just, it's when I was in my internship, I was at a hospital where there was a big mental health unit. And when I, when we started our internship, there was a new guy there who, who he's a, the psychiatrist who took over the mental health unit. He had very different philosophy. Now this is the, this is the late, this is the middle seventies. And pharmaceutical drugs were not as prominent as they are now, okay? Mm-hmm. And they weren't doing mass advertising on TV and magazines for people to get Prozac or, you know, Abilify or any of these other toxic things. They, they, they didn't, they, they weren't able to do it. And so when he came into the mental health unit, he was having a problem because he had too many patients for the number of beds that they had. And so he, mm-hmm. instituted, a, he instituted a policy which that every morning at six o'clock, everyone in that mental health unit went into the parking lot with him and they Mm. walked around the parking lot for an hour. He made them get outside rain or shine and walk for an hour around that parking lot. And the mental health unit within two or three weeks emptied out because these guys, they kind of came into present time. You know, they started making their own serotonin. Exercise is better than any drug for mental health. Exercise. Mm-hmm. You get out there and you sweat and you walk or you play tennis. You do something and it's your best therapy for mental health. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's, drugs don't yeah. even come close. So yes. these basic things are are like, they're, they're doable by every person. They don't cost any money. Yeah. They're no. They're and they so, work. and can you can you overdo aminos? Like, can you take too many of them? Of the blend of perfect amino, you can't. Um, they, you know, if you're getting more than you need, the body will just turn them into a carbohydrate, like it does with other stuff. But I so think some, it, if it turns it into a carbohydrate, does it spike glucose? Well, it, the perfect amino doesn't spike glucose, and it doesn't spike insulin. But it will probably get turned into glucose. I think if you're taking between 10 and 30 a day, you have no worries. Yeah. Don't take more than 10 at once. So 10 grams, which would be 10 tablets or two scoops. So max a time. At a time in in a two-hour window. If you take it more often than two hours, you're getting it. You're getting too much. So if you take 10 grams once a day, one to three times a day, that you will be getting a lot you were getting enough essential amino acids as a supplement to your diet because people like to eat and these, you know, right. you need the foods and you can eat the other foods. If you're a vegan or vegetarian, I'd start with 10, three times a day. Okay. And then you might find out that based on your activity level, you, you know, maybe you can get away with 20 a day instead of 30 a day, but right. that would be, it will change. It will change a person's life. It will change their yeah. life. 
their energy yeah. will come. I watched it. I've watched it change many lives. And it, this is part of why I brought you on, because it just has blown me away to, to see the changes has been incredible. Now, what about the non-essential? So in, in Perfect Aminos, which, by the way, I've tested all the products and your product, again, this is another reason I have you here. It's, it's pretty profound. We see the biggest change with your product, like immediate change. So I just want to give you kudos for that. You. But yours are the yours are the essential aminos. What about right? Or what about the non-essential aminos? Your you don't need them. See, uh-huh. there's no there's no requirement for non-essential amino acids. They're if not essential. Know, they're not essential. The body can make them, and so the, uh-huh. the see, it's not a protein daily requirement. It's an essential amino acid daily requirement. That's what's required. You could take 10 grams of perfect amino three times a day and not eat any protein and you would be completely fine. Your protein needs would be totally met unless you were either a very big person or you were, you know, riding a tour to France where you had a, you know, you, you, your needs just go up because you, you're, you're of your usage. This is interesting too. I worked with uh, one of the, the Radio Shack uh, teams that was, that was, you know, with Lance Armstrong. I didn't know about the drugs at the time, but we were, we were supplying amino acids. And what they had found is that, you know, so they have, they have a, so they're riding their bike, you know, four or five hours a day for 21 days and, you know, 21 days. And it's a, it's, it's abusive to the body. And, and they always had breakdown at the end of the tour. They were always sore and their muscles were, were swelling and their joints were hurting and they were all breaking down, even though they had, they were using vitamins and they had a, they have a chef that made all their food and they got a massage every day. Like they were doing everything they could. And we came in there and said, okay, take 10 grams of perfect amino three times a day as a supplement to your other things that you're doing. And those guys were stronger at the end of the race than they were at the beginning. They actually gained fitness and they didn't have any of the breakdown symptoms that they had before because what they were missing was the amino acids so that their body could actually recuperate. That's crazy. And they won that tour. And it was a, it was, it it was just, it was, it was, it was nutrition. You know, it was essential. Yeah. So my understanding is every two to three hours or when you take, let's say your product, the perfect aminos, we should notice a difference. And I heard you say this in 20 to 30 minutes. And then you should take it's in your bloodstream in 20 to 30 minutes. Now there may should you note? Yeah, go ahead. When would you notice it? Well, some people notice it. There is a study done early on where you had people in a wheelchair who weren't quite strong enough to stand up yeah. and gave them 10 grams of perfect amino. And then in a half an hour, tried to see if they could stand up and almost all of them could stand up. Like they got a pretty quick recovery. Yeah. So and then is it, you know, it's out of your system within a couple of hours. So then you got to do it again. Is that kind of the cadence? Yeah. I mean, or you're, or you're, you know, well, I'm trying to build this not as a, that you never eat any other protein, but that you right. use this as a supplement to right. you, you have, you know, some people are doing intermittent fasting, so they're eating, they're only eating protein, probably two meals, you know, yeah. they're fasting till noon. So maybe they have 30 grams of protein or 40 grams of protein for lunch, and maybe they have 30 or 40 grams of protein for dinner. Okay. Yeah. So let's say they've got 80 grams of protein. So if I ate 80 grams of protein per day with my activity level, okay, 
So I'm working out. I'm I'm doing I do triathlon training. So you know I'm you know I'm doing 14 to 16 hours a week of very active, intense exercise. My requirements are higher. So I figure I need probably 150 or 160 grams of protein a day. Now I usually don't eat. I I do take a 10 grams of perfect amino when I first get up in the morning, but my food proteins are lunch and dinner, and I might have six or eight ounces of fish or steak at dinner and something similar at noon eggs or something at noon where maybe I'm getting 70 or 80 grams of protein per day. Now I need 150. I can't eat that much protein and I can't maintain my intermittent fast. If I'm going to, there's just, you know, I'm going to, I would have to be eating all afternoon, which just I work. So I can't. So what I do is I have to make up 60 grams of protein a day. And if I take, 10, 60, 10 grams of perfect amino. It's the equivalent of 30 grams of steak, 30 grams of protein steak. Wow. That's impactful. Take 10 grams twice a day. That's another 60 grams. And I add the 60 to my 80 that I'm actually eating as protein. And I'm at 150, 160 and I'm fine. I got enough. And my serum yeah. amino acid levels are all really good. And my recovery is really fast. And I, my nails are, they grow, you know, I have to clip them twice a week because they freaking grow. So, yeah. you know. And, and you have a nice head of hair. Huh? Well. And you have a nice head of hair. <laughs> it's getting a little bit, but it's, um, you know, it's the best I can do. <laughs> it looks good to me. So, okay. And then as you, let's go back to like the woman who's in her 60s or 70s. She's now been through menopause. So hormones are down. And to your point early on, she has got, um, you know, her amino acid sensors or you know, her ability to absorb these aminos become less, the cells not taking them in. So does she need to do even more? Like if would instead of three scoops a day of perfect aminos, would she double that? Or is that where you really want to test and find out? Well, you could sort of just eyeball it and say, okay, um, she weighs 120 pounds. Let's just say she's she's 120 pounds. Uh, let's say 50. Let's just say 50 kilos to make the math easy. Okay. So what I would say is that she needs 1.6 grams of protein. This is crude, but this is a way to think of it. Yeah. 1.6 grams of protein per day for her. So 50 okay. 1.6 is 80 grams of protein per day. Okay. Now, the chances that she's eating 80 grams of protein per day are none. Pretty okay. minimal, yeah. Pretty minimal. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's she's, she's, so let's say that she's having four ounces of protein, of some kind of animal protein, two or three times a day. And there's about seven grams per ounce of animal protein, of pro, is seven grams of protein per ounce of animal protein. So if she has four ounces, so she gets 28 grams of protein. It could be tuna fish or it could be, you know, uh, steak or hamburger or something like that. These are crude, but this is just an idea. Right. Uh, and so maybe at the end of the day, if she needs 80 grams, maybe she's getting 50 or 60. Right. She needs another 30. Yeah. So I'd say, so I'd say to her, take two scoops of perfect amino every day. That gives you the equivalent of 30 grams of an animal protein. Yeah. And let's see how you do with that. Now, if I get her blood work back 
and she's really deficient in amino acids, or she's got osteoporosis, or she's got other symptoms of, of you know, she's fatigued, or she's anemic, you know, right. You know, these are all things which are very key in protein. I yeah. probably for three or four months would say, okay, I want you to double up on the perfect amino because yeah. I need you to get more. And then let's just see where you are. And, and people feel, they, they often feel the difference. And it's like, oh man, that's really good. Yeah. I mean, I always say when you take a supplement, you should feel a difference. If you're not feeling a difference, like either feel worse or better, then it's most likely not working for you. So the the last question I have, and this one is one we asked you when you came to our doctor group that I think is a really interesting one. And that's that one of the principles of fasting, which we have a lot of listeners that are fasting, um, is this concept around autophagy and stimulating autophagy requires that we keep our protein consumption under 20 grams. Do we know if I take perfect aminos in my fasting window, do we have any science or any indication that it's moving us um, out of autophagy at that point? We don't really know. It's not an easy thing to study. Yeah, great. Okay. So here's what I think. If you had dinner at six o'clock and you haven't eaten for 12 hours, your body is, is catabolic. There's been no calories coming in. These ongoing processes, making liver enzymes, making this, making that, you know, 200,000 proteins in the body, which are still, they're working. You're asleep, but yeah. they're working. Where they get, there's no depot for amino acids or proteins. Yeah. Okay? You know, you have fat depots, you have right. glycogen, which is sugar depots. Okay. Right. So you can go a while without eating carbohydrates and fats because there's depots and your body can draw on those. There isn't a depot for amino acids and proteins. The depot is mostly skeletal muscle. So when you're fasting, you are breaking down skeletal muscle and you are catabolic, which means you are breaking these down. Where is it getting it? It's getting it from there. Right. Now, about a 30... You know, 30 gram dose of protein will kick the anabolic, the build it on. Hmm. And I think early in the morning, you want it kicked on because you don't want to go till noon catabolic. Yep. And yeah. people who fast too much or, or go to one meal a day in six months, they're, they've lost even lean body mass. Yeah. You break the body down. Okay. So, 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 so I think there are periods when you want to fast and you want to eat and you want to turn. It's the flexibility of this mTOR system that you want. And if you think right. that you're going to get healthy by keeping your mTOR turned off, you're just going to get dumb and weak. Yep. So Agreed. I take 10 grams of perfect amino as soon as I get up in the morning. Yeah. And that keeps so we- now, I mean, it, it doesn't just, raise blood sugar. It doesn't raise insulin. Right. Okay. I wear a glucose monitor when I check it all the time. I can have 10 grams of amino acids. The blood sugar doesn't move and the insulin doesn't move. So you don't get an, you know, insulin turns on mTOR. Right. 
So you don't get a stimulus from insulin. I don't know if it turns on mTOR or not. I'm kind of hoping it does turn on mTOR because I want to be anabolic when I get up. I get up and jump in the pool with 40 other crazy guys and it's cold water and it's real hard. And I want to be anabolic from that activity, not catabolic from that activity. Right. Yeah. So, um, so I think it's a, I think you can safely do it and it won't mess with your autophagy. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you what we have been uh, promoting in with uh, within my membership group is to do exactly what you said. Go ahead and have your aminos in your fasting window. And when people take like, you know, uh, I, I'll put a glass of perfect aminos and I'll drink, drink it all morning long. When they do that, they actually, their fasting period is much easier. They don't have as many symptoms. Yeah. And then we have them when they break their fast, they break it with protein and have another glass then of the perfect aminos. And it's been a beautiful way to get the benefits that you can get from some intermittent periodic, periodic fasting, but not have the complete depletion of amino acids. It's worked incredible. Yeah. So I think that's, that's brilliant. And it's right on, you know, the the liver enzymes have a half-life of about 15 minutes. When you're in an, in an autophagy state, you're creating free radicals, cell breakdown products, junk which has to be processed you want your liver on you don't want it off yeah and you take the 10 grams of perfect amino and it'll be on it'll be on it's got i got the stuff now i need yeah so cool well i i I swear i could talk amino acids with you all day so i just want to thank you for and i probably will bring you back because when i see something as critical as a missing nutrient that is the root cause of so much suffering with people's mental and physical health i feel like i want to shout it from the rooftops yeah. and we have so much chronic disease we have so many chronic health problems we've got women that are going into menopause and having severe like challenge mental challenges i i recently saw that the most popular time or most common time for women to commit suicide is between 45 and 55. And I realized that that's when all these depletions show up. It's like you can get away with it, like to your point when you're younger, but as you get older, you can't get away with it. And aminos is at the root of of so many challenges. So thank you for your product and thank you for your expertise and everything you're doing. Um, So I really, really appreciate it. Yours is, by the way, your email list is one of the few that I'm, I will stay on and I read on a regular basis. Those are, I don't know who writes those articles, but you do a really good job. Okay, thank you. It's me. <laughs> it's you. That's why. There is <laughs> really well done. So Thank you. Thank uh, you. Talk about where people find you. And I know you have a clinic in Florida. So those of you that are close, you can go see Dr. Minkoff personally. So talk a little bit about how we can find you. We will leave links for your aminos because we're such huge fans. Okay. So um, let us know where we can find the rest of your information. Okay. So my clinic is called LifeWorks Wellness Center, L-I-F-E-W-O-R-K-S, Wellness Center. We're in Clearwater, Florida. Um, we have a, we have a probably one of the biggest uh, integrative medicine clinics in the country. Um, a lot of the patients that we see are sort of chronic unsolved medical problems, Lyme disease, chronic fatigue, a lot of cancer, and we treat it holistically. Uh, and people come literally from all over the world to see us. Uh, they usually spend a couple of months and we get them tuned up. Um, 
we have a large staff, about 75 people and three MDs and four nurse practitioners. So we, we have and a lot of services. If there's a exists out there, diagnostic equipment or therapeutic equipment, we've got it in our place. Um, I write a, two newsletters. One is called the Optimum uh, Health Report, and it's free. And if you go to LifeWorks Wellness Center, you can sign up for it. Um, the other one is the other company that I have is I started a nutrition company back in 2000 because I wanted to get the best products and perfect aminos manufactured by Body Health. So it's BodyHealth.com on both sides. And there's a free newsletter that goes with that one, too. Uh, that's sort of more performance, uh, longevity type stuff. Um, the, uh, the newsletters are popular and we have, you know, I don't know, 50,000 people getting them and they, we get, we get good feedback. So you can try it if you like it. If not, you can cancel me out. Uh, there's hundreds of videos on both websites. So if you're interested in a topic, learning about a topic and you can watch those videos, I think you can get an idea which, which is some of the stuff we talked about here, but where you get a lot more information to really, you know, empower yourself to get healthy. See, the only way we're going to transform the society is if people stop buying the toxins that are being sold. Yeah. Amen. If you don't go, if you, if you just go to Publix or one of the big grocery stores and you just stand and watch what people put in their grocery carts horrible, and then look at their bodies, you will see a pretty good correlation between obesity, diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, no energy, you know, can't sleep, sleep apnea. These are all because of how they're living and what they're buying in the grocery store and what they're putting in their mouth. And you don't want to be that person. No. So if you can take your own health into your own hands and you may need a practitioner or a coach to help you. um, But a lot of it, you can just do yourself. Get on a paleo organic diet, do some intermittent fasting, start the supplement program, take perfect amino, get out and exercise every day. You can walk, you can play tennis, you just do something that you enjoy where you can get a little bit sweaty and you can get some fresh air and you can get some sunshine and set your clock that every night at 10 o'clock, my lights are out. Okay. Unless there's a dire emergency Nobody's getting me after 10 o'clock at night and I wake up at quarter to five. I make sure that I get enough sleep for my body. And some people need more sleep. Some people need less, but these are like essentials that you just have to have, or you will never be healthy or you'll never regain your health. And if you do these things, the other thing is you have to have a bowel movement every day and you have to drink a lot of healthy, clean water. And that's about it. And uh, you know, I get in the sauna four or five days a week, because the sweat really helps and you can then you can, you can get your body back to health. And this, let's go back to this airline pilot for a minute. He said, you know, I feel my body coming back to the way it used to feel when I had vigor and I had, you know, and I had what I want, which was health and I could enjoy life. I I would have, thousand percent agree on that like i can tell when i do my aminos regularly i feel the exact same way yeah so that's what you want and uh yeah. Eric, if that's if that's what you want you know if that's what i hope that's what you want but yeah to know your that power is in your control of how you feel that that's amazing so yeah. um so one last question and oh, again 
Uh, okay, one more yeah. thing on this amino acids. I So I wrote a book on this. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's called The Search okay. for the Perfect Protein. Uh, you can go on Amazon and buy it. Uh, if you want to get a PDF version, you can go on the Body Health website and you can download it. It's written right. for, you know, third grade level. So you'll be able to understand everything. Some of it I talked about today, but but why amino acids are important and why you should take them. And um, it's um, it's it's a really good book and it it will educate you and you'll learn a lot. Perfect. And, and I'm a, I'm a huge fan of turning to books like that for as a resource, not only because I write books, but it is a contain, one contained place that information's at. And, you know, you listen to a podcast like this and you grab maybe 10% of what we're talking about, but then when you can get his book in your hand, now you can go in and get, gain more momentum as far as your knowledge goes. So um, I, I haven't downloaded that book, so I'll go download it as well. So thank you. Okay. And uh, okay, here's my last question. This season has been about gratitude. We've been really highlighting what gratitude practices our guests have. So do you have a gratitude practice? And if so, what is it? And what are some things that you're really grateful for this year? You know, it's interesting. If you close your eyes and then you just open them and you actually look at what's here, it's a miracle beyond comprehension. Hmm. And then you close your eyes again and you look and you say, there's a brand new world out there. And if you do that, you start to look and you start to see and you start to appreciate. And then I think that's the one, that's the, that's the one thing where you can give yourself a gift. The second thing is, you know, people are chasing dopamine rewards. Okay. Mm -hmm. So chocolate brownie gives a dopamine reward. A winning a video game gives you a dopamine reward. So I was thinking about it and I was saying like, where do I get my best, biggest dopamine rewards and their interactions with people that I help. Mm, Yeah. So this guy today, so this airline pilot today, he said, I just have to tell you how grateful I am that you're here and that you have really transformed my life in six weeks. And I just can't tell you, I could go on for an hour. And so that's a, so that's for me, that's dopamine. Like I helped somebody. Yeah. You think if you're looking for purpose in your life or meaning, that if you can figure out how you can interact with the people in your life of where you can do that and, and you will get back that dopamine, it isn't money and it isn't fame. It's way, way more precious. It's yes. I had a purpose here and my purpose was to help. And I actually was successful. Holy cow. Well done. I'm grateful that I can help. And that's the biggest one there is. It's better than any drug. It's better than cocaine. It makes you big instead of individual things, which make you small. I'm great. I won a race. Oh, whoopee. For about 30 seconds, it's a dopamine rush. But this guy, no, I've got that literally forever. Yeah. 
So do I love that. that. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I loved you going into this interview, but I think I might love you even more now. So Dr. Minkoff, thank you again. Just we're going to bring you back because I, I really uh, want to dive even more, but thank you for your products. Thank you for your, your knowledge. And most of all, thank you for your heart and your, and your, your desire to serve. So we just, the world is a better place with you on it. So Thank you so much. I greatly you. appreciate you taking the time. And we're so we're all benefiting from your amino products. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. I love bringing thoughtful discussions about all things health to you. If you enjoyed it, we'd love to know about it. So please leave us a review, share it with your friends, and let me know what your biggest takeaway is.